Good evening, it's the Dr. Seuss Podcast. Um, I have that in my head because I keep watching that. Uh, I think she's a musician and a comedian. And she basically trolls her husband and walks around. I wouldn't call it trolling, though. It's actually pretty fucking funny. Singing Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. Really loud. In public places. I think it's brilliant. And, um, yeah, so today is, what is today? Is today Tuesday? Feels like Wednesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, I'm eating. About four years ago. We already know what's going on politically. Come on. It's it's kind of boring now. Well, it's not boring, but it's kind of like you all fucked it up. But about four years ago, when we were still under the very eloquent Obama, we lost a comedy icon. Someone who I think is hilarious and never really got her dues. Should have given her like an Oscar or something. I loved her. Here we go. I'd like to propose a toast. Here's to the ladies who lunch. Everybody laugh. Lounging in there. Captains and planning a brunch on their own behalf. Off to the gym, then to a fitting. The legendary Elaine Stretch. And looking grim. I loved her. I first. Caught wind of her. I think she was on Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, no, wait. I remember she used to be on. She used to be on that um, Cosby show. We all we all know what happened to him. Okay, we're not going to dwell on it. This is about Elaine. You know, she was an icon for years and years and years. You know, and um, died of cancer about four years ago. Just shy of being 90. She was 89 years old. She was a year away from being 90. She should have made it. And, you know, shit like that shouldn't happen. This is a documentary you all need to watch. How do you feel about where you are in your life? Look, I've got a certain amount of fame. I've got money. I wish I could... Fucking drive. Then I'd really be a menace. 
still the best. Thank you. Best. Still, eh? <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you kidding? Who's calling me? Are you doing anything? Yeah, I just did a film where I played a 1960s lesbian vampire. Look at that. That's a little different from like my aunt. This business world. sucks. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm, I haven't left you. I'm looking for more. Very truthful. The first day that I rehearsed with Elaine, which was now 13 years ago, and she went. Now listen, right now. If we're going to be simpatico, you got to be square with me. You got to be honest with me. No bullshit. No lies. I have to be able to trust you, and that takes work. She told me one story where she said she looked at the director and I and said, you're scared of me, aren't you? <laughs> and I think there's that pursuit to get at the thing that is underneath the thing that will illuminate a moment. That pursuit can produce madness, can produce a kind of irascibility, can produce a kind of narcissism, but that's what drives her. And what, what's my cue to talk? That's all I want to know. Well, I mean, no justification. Pieces, right? mm -hmm. That's right. I feel like over those seven years that we've been working with her, we know what to expect, but we still are always like, whoo, okay, here comes Elaine. It's a bear. We never know, do we, Gina? And it's always worth it. <laughs> and there are very few people who are worth that. Can I ask you a question? But I think Elaine is a great role model. She is confident and brassy and stylish and gorgeous. She doesn't wear pants. And she lives the way she wants to live. She is the conduit to a time that really was the golden age. You gotta love her for that. This, I mean, this basically is a tribute show to Elaine Stritch. I was like, in Elaine Stritch fashion, fuck it, we're going to do the show this way. No dope show. No, no big orange fucker. Um, you know, uh, I mean, we may have a few cups of shut the fuck up. You know, oh, God, I'm thinking of a few right now. Oh, my goodness. On a Wednesday, well, it's almost Wednesday. And there's going to be no breaks. I like the breaks. But sometimes I'm like, God, that's so fucking contrived. Why did I fucking do that? To make it sound pretty? Fuck that. You know, it's like baseball. You can only smoke so much and not play right. So you got to just smoke all the way through. Well, pot in that aspect. Or they chew it, you know. Oh, sorry, they don't chew pot. That would be really funny, wouldn't it? You know? A show. I mean, it's not like I dim the light and, oh, let me go on break. Fuck that. I think I did it because, you know, I wasn't really putting it together. I was just being, oh, my God, I was trying to be something that I'm not. And me, you know, I do a show and it needs to be fucking done. It's like the spirit of Elaine Stritch is in me now. Here we go. Here's some more Elaine Stritch, motherfuckers. Speaking of your early parts, tell us about this picture. You have a fabulous picture here, too. Of you as a young performer. Oh! 
Oh. Didn't I tell you about it? No, you got to tell us about Well, this is a picture that somebody sent me not long ago, and I laughed for half an hour. Yep. In 19... Oh, God. I don't know. 40-something. Make it up. Yeah, make it up. I, I did uh, the opening at Westport Country Theater. Yeah. Country Playhouse, I think. Country Playhouse. Sorry, you're absolutely right. And it was... The juvenile, hello, I think it's the only one I ever played. <laughs> you were in Dracula. Not dra just Dracula. It was Bela Lugosi, the original Dracula in uh, uh, with Elaine Stritch. I think I got that kind of billing, <laughs> which was fine. And I drank with Bela Lugosi, wow. which was you, you, much you more drank fun with Bella Lugosi? play. What? Right, what was drinking with Bela Lugosi? Like? Well, he, I remember I was with him one night when he ordered his 17th scotch. And they said, Mr. Lugosi, you've had your last scotch in this you know, whatever it was. And they wouldn't, and he got up and took the, you know that trick with the tablecloth? Oh, yeah. And everything stays on the table. Yeah. And he says, thank you. I will go someone else. I will go somewhere else for my liquor. Come on, Ellen. <laughs> I wonder why I got in trouble. Did, did he really, did the trick work, though? He pulled the tablecloth off? Yeah, it worked for anything he did worked. Yeah. Wow, amazing. Scared the wow. hell out of the audience at Westport, those sophisticated people in Connecticut, you know? What's that expression? Uh, if you show us that picture again. I, I love that expression on your face. How, in your in your, in your your tool, your acting toolkit, what expression, how would you describe that expression? Fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I learned how to re realize that who's afraid of Virginia Woolf was more fearly, fearful than Dracula. Bela Lugosi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was a nice man. Oh, oh! You want to hear a classic line he said to me mm -hmm. over a few drinks? He said, "You know, I don't tell this to many people, Alain, <laughs> but I want you to know that if it hadn't been for Boris Karloff, I would have had a corner on the horror market." <laughs> <laughs> That's from Theater Talk. God, how long ago? Oh, yeah. Well, she was still alive. I was going to say that. Yeah, before her last year. Because eventually what happened was, I think my friend and I were discussing this. I think she knew she wasn't doing well. So she decided to move back to Detroit. Because she grew up there. So, you know, she had lived in New York for 70, 70 years. And decided, hey, it's time to go home. And um, from what I read, it says as she was dying, she had TCM on a lot. And um, she was watching Garbo, or she was more so listening to Garbo and said, oh, what a face. And um, yeah, I, I kind of knew something was up because one night, late at night, right before she died, they played this one film that she did with, um, uh, uh, God, Jennifer Jones, not my favorite, and Rock Hudson, and, um, she played a nurse, let's see, she should have been the star, <laughs> in my fucking opinion, what was it called, Farewell to Arms, and then, strangely enough, TCM was doing, like, a tribute to all the people that had died in 2014, including Robin Williams and 
Lauren Bacall, and a whole slew of others. And, um, yeah. What did they play of hers? It was a weird movie. It was really obscure. Let me see. A very weird movie. And... Okay. Of course, we're going to talk about Elaine Stritch at Liberty. Oh, she did Cabaret. <laughs> I hope not. Um, let's see. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot she was on Law & Order. Not my favorite show. All right, here we go. Is it Three Violent People? Is that it? No. It was a weird fucking movie. The Perfect Furlough. No. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm assuming the, the Scarlet Hour. No. It's like, you know, I love how it's the one that's probably not listed. Let's see. Elaine fucking Stritch. Oh, if she could see our country now. What would she say? Fuck that shit. Okay. Yeah, it's... My God, it's Kiss Her Goodbye. That's such a weird movie. I I was watching it. My friend's like, oh my God. Elaine Stritch is on TV. I said, yes, I know. Yes, I know. What is this? I'm looking for Stretch, and it says Sleeping Beauty loves first kiss. I don't think so. Um, okay. TCM has it, but it's not like they're going to play it. Kiss her goodbye. What is this in memoriam? Who dead? Oh, who dead yet? Who died? Um, let's see. Yeah, you know, I, I I was telling someone about her death. I said, you know, that's just, it's sad. They're like, well, she was 89 years old. And I'm like, fuck, she could have lived a little longer. Come on. Doris Roberts lived longer. Doris Roberts is okay. I mean, come on. Everybody loves, everybody hates Raymond or they love him. They fuck him. I don't know. It's either or. It's always either or. I'm not going to talk about the news. I think we're all bored with it already. It's kind of like, oh, God, will someone shut him fucking up? You know, get a stick. Ungrateful motherfucker. You know, here's to... Yeah, it's been an interesting evening, shall we say. And I'm still under the weather. Still trying to get rid of this fucking thing, you know. I don't know. It's just kind of like it's a ball of bananas, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. She did, I mean, she should have done more movies. That's the thing, you know? Should have done more. But, hey, you know, what is this? Oh, yeah, she did in Lane Stritch at Liberty. That was funny. Um... If I can find that. Her father gave her some advice. Okay. 
if I can find it. The Schubert. Is this it? Holy grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. What time? <laughs> and you never. Oh, forget. here it is. You are. Oh, I. It's fucking. The iPad is like all slippery. Here it is. And I want to become an actress. And just like that, Mother Rademacher suggested another convent. My mother and dad took me to Michigan Central Station to board a train to New York City. Track 29! Boy, you can give me a shine. My mother picked up the tickets, and my dad and I had a cup of tea. And then Zonre. Should have been the other way around. Uh-oh. Something was up. Oh, my God. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's a little late, but here it comes, the birds and the bees, and it's my father. Where in God's name is my mother? Lady, I am your father, and I'm going to tell you something, and I want you to listen. No matter where you go in life, Laney, no matter what you do in life, Laney, you remember what I'm telling you today, and you never forget it. You are not the same after two martinis. <laughs> oh, no. I got on the train and I had four. <laughs> and as far as the birds and the bees are concerned, not one word about all that stuff. And I was a virgin until I was 30 years old. I shared that last bit of information with a psychoanalyst several years later in New York City. It was the only time I ever heard him clear his throat. <laughs> Yeah, she was one of a fucking kind. And um, her last appearance on the Today Show was strange because she had to deal with Hoda Kopi and Kathy Lee, you know, Miss Drink Drink Gifford. Bring it in. Every time I see her, I think of Ned Flanders from The Simpsons, you know, Kathy Lee. Bring in the sheep. Bring it. Yeah, you're really bringing those fucking sheep in. One Gifford at a time. Oh, God. I remember how my grandparents would watch Regis and Kathy Lee. And they just loved her. And I always found her strange. I would still watch. But, you know, it's kind of like she'd always try to bring up Jesus in a sentence. And it's like, oh, God. And then I remember when she left Regis and Kathy Lee. And it just became Regis for a little while. And she put out this fucking record. Where she's singing all these cover songs. And Entertainment Tonight's like wondering why her album's not doing too well. And I wanted to scream at the TV. It's because she's Kathy Lee Gifford. Let's get real here. She's not Madonna. She's not Cher. <laughs> but, um, you know, Elaine Stritch said, what is it? She said, think and fuck. And they had to bleep her. I think I have it. I mean, you know, by the power invested in me of YouTube, you know, there's, I mean, everything's on here. We can find it. Oh, this is better than the, than that here. Listen to this shit. I mean, this is a tribute. This is a tribute to a woman who didn't wear pants. She didn't give a shit. She lived life on her own terms. She had diabetes toward the end of her, I think she had it all her life. I don't know. Here's, here it is.
Oh, my God, I wouldn't pay attention to that shit for a million dollars. <laughs> Elaine, you are one of the leading ladies of Stephen Sondheim. He treats you as a muse. Because as a what? <laughs> an inspiration. I see. You have it your way. <laughs> well, I have to go on they... Google now. Okay. <laughs> Two people they... do it, and they can Would can't. you be quiet? <laughs> Why does she have such fabulous glasses? Why do you wear such fabulous eyeglasses? Because I'm fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, you worked with Noel Coward, Edward Albee, Stephen Sondheim. I mean... They choose you, don't no they? No place to go but up, right? Right. <laughs> Matthew Barney is an avant-garde artist, provocateur. So you actually are a great match for him. But I was surprised to see you in there. Talking about Norman Mailer. Oh, why? <laughs> no, but why was it a surprise? Don't you think I read books? <laughs> That's, that's all I have to say on that subject. <laughs> okay has... with everybody? Yes. <laughs> Better be. <laughs> that's how we pay tribute on the Dr. Zeus podcast. Um, let me see. You know, I just want to do her. I mean, I can't. I can't say on her because, you know, I think she's up there watching TCM right now. Shit, I'm wa I want to watch TCM, but I don't have the TV on. Let's see. Some quotes. You know, it's always good to do quotes. And uh, I know. You're like, oh, my God, you're not using your microphone. Well, fuck. It didn't work yesterday. Oh, these are quotes from... I don't need them from every... Who the fuck is this? I really like my eyes. Okay, that's nice. Go get them fixed. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, here it is. I pray that I may live expectingly what's going to happen on Sunday. And Sunday, what's going to happen on Monday. In the meantime, stay where you fucking are. And enjoy it the best way you know how. <laughs> that's good. Hey. Lane Stritch was born February 2nd, 1925 in Michigan and died in Michigan. Or, well, you know, um, uh, July 17th, 19, or 19, sorry, 2014. Oh, here we go. The show is a study in stardom. Here is a performer who knows who she is, understands her gifts, and maximizes every moment on the stage to give the audience the very best of her talent. Okay. She's got some good ones. I don't know what should have happened in my life, but I know that I, I, I'm dancing as fast as I can. Yeah. It showed. I mean, you know. when I mean, she was in her fucking late 80s. Oh, okay. You can't be funny unless you're tragic, and you can't be tra tragic unless you're funny. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't wear a wig. I'd feel terrible on stage with a wig. I hate to be so actor studio-ish, but I like to feel it's me out there. That's true. You know. Um... 
Okay. The terrifying thing in my life... Well, let me try and channel her voice, okay? The terrifying thing in my life is that I'm just an actress. And I have to keep pushing it and getting approval. Approval! Approval or I do think I am worth two cents. And I am starting to get over it. Thank God. And I just... I'm just sad because I do have many years left. And I wish I had a longer space of time to think... That Elaine Stritch is okay. I, I don't know. It's not trimming Capote, but you know, hey. Oh, this is a good one. My father did not kill dozens of Germans so that his daughter could end up dying in a van. But he wasn't even in the war. That's from, of course, you know, 30 Rock. Um, what else does she have here? Yeah, I agree with her right there. I wouldn't have a nose job. I like my nose fine. Yeah, tell that to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> There's nothing more attractive. There's nothing attractive about doing a documentary. Nothing, it's hard, hard work. And I find having all the attention of the day on me a very unattractive proposition. I'm sure she's been propositioned by other things. Here's another one. What I want to understand is what I'm talking about on the stage. What I don't want to understand is what the government is talking about when the government tells me about taxes. Yeah. Oh, she'd love today or she'd hate it. I mean, you know. What is this? <laughs> oh, this fits me. I tell the truth and it has to has gotten me in a lot of trouble. My dad used to say to me, if you Tell the truth all day long. You will end up in jail. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> Save that guy for later. Mm. What did she say? She said something about the prostitute. She's like, it's like the prostitute said. It's not the work. It's the stairs. <laughs> Unfucking believable. I'm recovering alcoholic, a riddle diabetic, and I've got laryngitis, but I just won an Emmy. That's good. Okay. I'm looking for a few more. You know, I want to really. What is this? Mm. I don't want to bore you all. Oh, God, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Tell his mother his tell him his mother loves him, but not in a queer way. <laughs> if you can't give a reason for the banana peeling being banana peel being in the alley, then don't have the comic side over it. Slide over it. First explain how the banana peel got there quickly, and then there's a reason for all the comedy. Yeah. It's good. Oh my god. This is good. We'll end with this one. I think it's the wrong way around to say when you get older to move to the country. I think when you get older, you move to New York. If you're a nice broad, they'll look after you. <laughs> oh, Elaine Stretch. I mean, I would attempt the ladies' lunch, but it's kind of late. You know, she was one of a kind. And I would sit and I would listen to her songs for hours. She had a 
a maid named Kaka. I think that's her name. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she was so funny, you know, especially in 30 Rock. I don't think she got the credit. She should have been on fucking Downtown Abbey. That would have been a trip. You know, I, I like Shirley MacLaine and I like, uh, you know, Maggie Smith. I almost said Abby Smith. Oh, God. Can you just imagine great-grandma Elaine? Who the fuck knocked you up? Don't play games with me, girly. And then she goes over to Edith. Edith, are you a lesbian or what? Come on, let's get real here. This husband left you at the altar. The other one is munching away. You know, like your grandmother said, we could find someone who's not too picky. Okay? Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine her battling it out with Maggie Smith? Oh, my dear. You Americans are so, how would we say, opinionated. Is that your way of saying I'm a bitch? And then, you know, Shirley MacLaine. No, dear. That's her way of saying you're an American. Oh, I love you Brits, you know. You pee in the sink and you fuck the same way. (laughs) Oh, my dear. We don't pee in the sink. We pee in the river, at the window. (laughs) You know, she auditioned for the Golden Girls, and she didn't get it. I think, was it for Dorothy, or was it for Perthy? I don't know. I couldn't imagine her on the Golden Girls. I mean, I know Debbie Reynolds was on there at one point, you know. People didn't clap hard enough for Debbie. That pissed me off. It's like, it's Debbie fucking Reynolds. Come on, let's get real here. <sighs> Stress. Stress! Yeah. So I'm going to attempt this. Here's to Elaine. Stretch who lunched. Everybody rise. Better rise, motherfuckers. As we give tribute for years, she's been dead, but she's still alive. A toast to that invisible bunch. I hope she's haunting me as we lunch. Let's hear it for Elaine Stritch who didn't give a fuck. Everybody rise, cause she died. Rise, rise, rise. I can't be louder on key because they're all sleeping, so fuck me. Yeah. There it is. Elaine Stritch, wherever you are. I, I'd i love some of your timing, you know. Uh, there was a great moment that you did where you were in Letterman and you're like, Oh, uh, I know about you. The maids are all cackling. And he's like, what? And she's like, what, what, don't what me. I sure hope your references are in order. She was just saying shit, and he looked so confused. It was fucking hilarious. She loved to say fuck, you know. So we're going to, can I find it? Fucking Kathy Lee Gifford. When she dies, if she ever does. What's going to happen, huh? Are we going to do the tribute? Why her album? I, I, I'd love that. That would be... I'd, I would literally just vomit everywhere if people started buying her albums like she was Tupac. I think that's the first time um, that Kathy Lee Gifford and Tupac 
were mentioned in the same breath. What is this? <coughs> oh, this looks promising. Here we go. The prop. One night the property man on some blue dumbass forgot to set a revolver underneath the husband's napkin. The husband was supposed to shoot the wife across the breakfast table. On cue, no revolver. The husband grabs a fistful of Schmucker's jam. <gasps> shouts at his wife across the breakfast table, I'm going to kill you with this poison jelly. <laughs> Forty-nine. Uh, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> 
None of your business. Yes. Elaine, you are um, so beloved, but as much for your work, of course, but for your mouth. Yes. You know, you say whatever you want to say. When did that and all thank happen? God it's, 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 it hasn't been not passed on television. <laughs> no. If you just say things naturally, it's fine. Yeah. Right? You know, they just think and fuck. Oh, yeah. dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Yes, we Oh, dear. Yes, Kathy Lee, because you haven't heard that fucking word in a long time since Frank said, get the fuck off me, bitch. Okay, let's continue. Good. All right. No, no, no. I'm at a serious point by that. I know. Uh-huh. I know. You know, you say, because you hear it so flamboyantly on other channels. Yeah, that's right. Right. Now, but you, you, all you hear is that. And when, when you heard, Elaine, that they wanted to make a, a documentary about you... What was the first thing that, that you thought? Well, I thought I got to go through that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time, is it? No, I, well, I talk pretty openly. Yes. And, and I don't care. I, I think talking and telling the truth is um, a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And it's important, is it, too? Because otherwise, if you don't, it stays inside you and it festers and you never live to the ripe old age of 89. That's right. And yeah. you, it, it, the clock goes. <laughs> Can't stop it. And you can't stop it. And I just have to turn the clock down so I can tell the truth. Well, you know, this this is a very honest. Uh, you talk about your diabetes in this. You talk about your battle with alcoholism in this. You broke my heart talking about her, the love of your life, John, when he died and how you mm-hmm. cried. I love that when you talk about how you sobbed and then you said, I'm not crying anymore. What I got to see what's next. Tell us about that time. Well. The greatest thrill is going into rehearsal with who's that the best director in the world? What's uh, his Hal Prince? Name? Is that uh, well, Hal Hal Prince, Tennessee Williams? <laughs> it makes it very difficult to talk to you, Kathy, because you bring up Hal Prince, and then I've got to compare him yeah, with the. Yeah, sorry, uh, you know, trying to help. No, sorry, yeah. sorry is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> You, <laughs> but what I want to tell you, yes. uh, I forget who I was talking about. Huh? Some director. Was yeah. it Woody Allen? Uh, I think we ought to segue into yeah. the... Into what? The documentary? Another one-way street. Okay. 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 Right, but in, in the documentary, there are lots of... Alec Baldwin's in it. You have, like, a lot of, of fun people who pop up in this documentary. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Hal Prince is in it. Yeah. Oh, yes, fun yeah. group of you. Well, this is this is one of the great documentaries, Elaine. We're it's, so glad you came to see us. And it's us. not just for show business people. No. I mean, this is such a human, human story, and it's a pleasure to see you, Elaine. Let me tell you, let me tell you one line okay. that I... I tried to end the documentary okay. Okay. with this line. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. And the guy who was doing the publicity and all mm-hmm. that jazz yeah. said, Trust me, Elaine, you'll get a chance to say that line on television. Okay. And, and it's, I said, Let me say should it. We, should we believe it's it? a good line. Okay. People who do comedy, mm-hmm. it's like food and drink to mm-hmm. them. If mm-hmm. they think of a funny line and it just came right off the top of their head. Okay. All right. Can you, you think, say it? Thank you, right. Jesus. What? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, That's thank the way you. I end thank every day, so Elaine. Thank you so much. Yeah, but much. wait a minute. All right. You're well, well, Ten seconds, You are Elaine. not getting the last line in this morning show. End <laughs> 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 I did. When I was asked how I enjoyed doing the yeah. documentary. Yeah. They cut her off, those fucking idiots. I loved her. 
you could tell, I don't know if you've ever seen, it's not like I can show you the video right now. I'd have to do a video podcast and we're not going there until the sizes go down. Um, flip flop. Um, she was in a wheelchair, so I think it was toward the end, you know. But she was funny. And, um, yeah, I related a lot to her. I don't know why. I'm not 89 years old. I won't say how fucking old I am. You know, I lived through the 80s. Eh, it was okay. You know, it was a very kind of crew, crew, summer. You know, um, the 80s were a very interesting time. You know, my friend posted a birthday picture and all I could think was, oh, the cake? Yeah, look at the nipple. <laughs> so, um... Let's see. We're not going to really talk about the idiot. I'm going to start calling him that. I'm going to call him the the idiot. You know? So, you know, this is for you, Elaine Stritch. I think you were absolutely fucking fabulous. I don't think you got the film career that you should have gotten. And, you know... A lot of shit happened. But, you know, I I loved you. I thought you were just absolutely fucking hysterical. And, um... Um... Yeah. It's good times. It's good times. You know, and so, um... To, you know, channel you, Elaine Stretch. As terms of this uh, political... Bleh. I want to say from you, you said in a movie with um, uh, James Gandolfini, you were like, who cares? So I want to echo that. I want to give a cup of shut the fuck up to wherever those dogs are right now. I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. I want to give another cup of shut the fuck up to the liars, the administration. You fuckers that lie. Eat shit. Or in... In the words of, um, what movie was that from? Where she says, eat my fuck. So eat my fuck. Eat it and suck on it. So this is our tribute show to the late, great Elaine fucking Stretch. I'm sure that's the first time she's ever been called that. Um, So I'm going to play you off. With, of course, the lady of the hour. All right. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Unpleasant dreams. And here's to Wednesday. It's Tuesday, but here's to Wednesday. Can change my complexion from white to rosy red. Anytime he holds my hand and tells me that he's mine. There are many of men who can thrill me and some who can fill me with dreams of happiness. He 
tells me that he's mine. 